Wrestling, a shot of <laughs> 95 episodes. Go away, we do. Hot, busting, freestyle, just don't go sudden and hitting the attitude adjustment. Brothers of destruction, undertake your chain. Sit in the fire or get pooed like Roman Reigns. Get this dude love and you got my back. Man, you're so kind and hit that cactus jack. It's Patty Gag, the face that runs the place now. So phenomenal and I'm breaking the walls down. You're about to get hit. We going off the script. If you don't submit, you get hit with the super kick. We talk that WWE. It's a shot of wrestling with Green Man and MJP. Thank you, Darth Pettyak, and welcome to episode 95 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host, at Michael J. Putty. Green Man is not here. He's currently en route to Legendary Action Wrestling. He is going to cover that event with live posts and interviews on the spot. So if you're tuning in to hear what's going on over at LAW, make sure you stick around to the end of the show, or, you know, you can just fast forward. My feelings won't be hurt. Green Man's there. I think he has his intern with him. Uh, you know, he didn't want me to go. So I came in the studio, do the news, do the rest of the show, but he didn't want me to go. Tonight, Saturday night, our friends are having a holiday party. So he asked me, you're going to that party, right? Which a tone obviously means, yeah, go to that party, don't come with me. So I asked him, you want me to go? You no, know he said? Yeah, no, yeah, no. So as you can tell by that tone, my bullshit meter went off. So let him have his thing. He's there getting set up with his intern. So hopefully he does well. So fingers crossed, best of luck to Gray Man. Good luck, Eric Jaden. But anyway, that party is tonight. That event is tonight. Before I came here to studio, I checked out episode eight of Star Wars. Let me tell you something. The Last Jedi, I'm still confused about. This is a live raw reaction. Up in the air. See episode episode seven was a kind of a modernized remake of episode four. So that kind of sucked. This time, episode eight, I'm still trying to gather my thoughts on. It was weird. I did not hate it. I didn't love it. I don't know if it's because it was overhyped or I didn't, didn't know what to expect. It was just a jumble of things. I'm not sure how to process yet. Did you watch episode 8? What did you think? Let us know. 619-3433-005 or inbox at a shot of wrestling. Join the conversation. Help me figure out. And what the hell do they have in store for episode 9? Oh my god. I can't even imagine what's going on in episode 9. Find out in two years, but ugh. And uh, other than that, to talk about the news of the week was the big election down in Alabama between Doug Jones and Roy Moore, the pedophile, the, I'm sorry, alleged pedophile, and that race was way too close. Way too close for a man with everything against him, what he's done, allegedly. Way too close. Thank God black women turned out in Alabama in droves, because they have a conscience, they have a moral compass. So thank you, ladies, for doing what's right. That and the Golden Globe nominations came out, and uh, John Cena's movie, Ferdinand, got nominated for something. I don't know. So as I take a sip out of my Star Wars mug here, let's get into the wrestling news of the week. It's In the News with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. Well, as you all know by now, the big news story of the week was that Rich Swan was arrested last Sunday. That news broke right after we wrapped up the show to our legal team, so we were not able to get it in. So I'm sure most of you know the whole story by now. He is charged with battery and false imprisonment of an adult. This is a crazy story. The police report notes that he critiqued his wife's performance during a wrestling match, which led to an extended argument, which she felt was going to lead to a physical altercation. So she freaking ran out of the car. This guy followed her, but locked her in a headlock and dragged her back into the car. That's crazy shit. I guess he couldn't handle that. He was released on his own recognizances, but prior to being released, he had to sign a statement swearing that he have, would have no direct or indirect hostile contact with his wife. But they lived together. So, 
according to the law, he will still be able to technically contact her and live with her, but he cannot insult, argue, or threaten her. You married couples know that's probably impossible to do. WWE, of course, suspended Swan right away. And of course, many of my sources, one Captain Obvious, are telling me that it's going to spell the end of his career in the company. So, eh. in terms of sentencing, however, Swan could face up to five years in jail if convicted of a third-degree felony. But if he pleads guilty, he, of course, get a much lighter sentence. His lawyer said in a statement, at this point, no criminal charges have been filed officially against him. So, depending on how the process plays out, will determine our scope of representation. We're hopeful for a fair and quick resolution on behalf of Mr. Swan. This whole news story is crazy shit. You know, we're in a kind of a time where things are very sensitive and... I, I agree with the W has zero tolerance policy against this domestic violence abuse. So we'll see how this plays out. But yeah, I, I agree with the sources saying he's he's never going to come back, nor will he be missed in other news. As we previously reported, WWE is going to start airing a live weekly show on Facebook Live Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock. Well, this week they officially announced it's going to be called the Mixed Match Challenge. The 12-episode series will feature superstars from both Raw and SmackDown competing in a single elimination mixed tag team tournament to win $100,000 to support the charity of their choice. So that's a cool little twist on it. We reported originally it's going to be like a, a regular Facebook Live wrestling match, but now there's a it's going to be a tournament, so that's kind of a, in some incentive, the prize of a charity donation, so that's cool. Probably still won't watch it. Uh, if you're going to watch it, please let us know. You can help review it for us here live on the show, Inbox at a Shot of Wrestling. They also released the competitors. It's going to be Alexa Bliss, Alicia Fox, Asuka, Bailey, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, Braun Strowman, Enzo Mori, The Miz, Goldust, Finn Balor, Elias, Jason Jordan, Samoa Joe, Charlotte Flair, Natalia, Carmella, Naomi, Lana, Becky Lynch, Cheesecake Nakamura, Jimmy Uso, Rusev, Sami Zayn, Bobby Roode, and one member of the New Day. After watching Raw and uh, Dana Brooke join Titus Worldwide, I'm assuming they would put Apollo Crews and Dana Brooke together, but you know they're not here. It's also kind of surprising. So I'm interested to see what these matchups are going to be. Nia Jax did tease that she wants to team up with Braun Strowman. That would be an un stoppable force so i'm pretty sure she's gonna get teamed up with enzo mori in other news according to a report from pwinsider.com the lawsuit filed against wwe by buff bagwell and raven have completely been dropped with prejudice which means that neither one of them will be able to bring claims against the wwe again for those of you who've forgotten the claim was that wwe owed them royalties from the wwe network the same way they would get royalties for fiscal media like dvds the report also knows that at one point, while the lawsuit was going on, WWE officials were actually thinking about completely removing all content of Raven and Bagwell from the network. This lawsuit reportedly stopped WWE from uploading more content to the network. They wanted to add by now, including episodes of Sunday Night Heat and Thunder. I know y'all have been waiting for that. Now the lawsuit is finished. Look for WWE to add more classic content in the near future. In other news. Ready for this? I'm very excited about this one. Vince McMahon has started a new company called Alpha Entertainment, and many believe this company's intention is to bring back, in some form, the XFL. When reached regarding the matter, WWE spokesperson told me, and I quote, Vince McMahon has established and is personally funding a separate entity from the WWE, Alpha Entertainment, to explore investment opportunities across the sports and entertainment landscapes, including professional football. Mr. McMahon has nothing further to announce at this time. It should also be noted that the uh, WWE registered for XFL trademarks. I think it was a few months ago. I think it was maybe November, September. I don't remember. Uh, but during the XFL 30 for 30 on ESPN, McMahon and Dick Embersall both expressed interest in bringing back the XFL. You remember that? Oh, man. Hope this happens. You know, the TV landscape has changed since 2001. You know, there's a hundred new networks, new channels that want to air random stuff. So hopefully they'll find a home, die down the hype, just let it process naturally, and, you know, just see what happens. But from from the sounds of it, the plan is to have everything ready to be announced by January 25th of 2018. So uh, mark your calendars now, folks. In other news, indie guys, hold your seats. 
we got some exciting news. Darren Young will be using his real name on the Indies. He's currently being billed as Mr. No Days Off, Fred Rosser. His first post-W appearance has been announced for Russell Pro event on March 9th, next door in Union, New Jersey. Young will also be happy to appear at the big event convention right here in Queens on March 10th. Oh, let's do that. Green man, get tickets. His second post-WWE indie date will also take place on March 10th for the Warriors of Wrestling promotion in Staten Island, New York. No way I'm going to Staten Island. In other news. A couple weeks ago, Green Man mentioned um, how he was surprised we weren't hearing anything about this sexual harassment or abuse coming from the world of professional wrestling. Well, here you go, buddy. Listening. Vince Russo mentioned on his podcast that a female talent approached him while he worked for the WWE and informed him that she had been raped by a male on the roster. Responding to a tweet, former diva Shelly Martinez replied that she was also raped on an overseas tour and since then others have shared their stories of being raped with her so so this stuff is starting to bubble over into the world of professional wrestling that's kind of some bad news speaking of bad news Wade Barrett recently took part in an interview with We Are Defiant and was asked why the WWE ended his bad news Barrett gimmick he says and I quote you ready for this I was specifically told the reason I wasn't allowed to say my catchphrase, I'm afraid I've got some bad news anymore, was that it was getting a positive response and they wanted me to be a heel. Hashtag lame. Stone Cold was a heel, and yet he got over, and look what happened to him. Hashtag give Wade Barrett a chance. Hashtag in other news. The Rock recently appeared on The Ellen Show and said that he is quote-unquote seriously considering running for President of the United States in 2020. People keep hounding him, huh? This is a new story that just won't die, huh? We'll keep you updated. In other news, on this week's episode of Dinner with the King, the King talked about the upcoming 25th anniversary of Raw, and I quote, it's almost 99.9% certain that JR and I will be reunited for the 25th anniversary on January 22nd to do commentary. I would imagine they would be at the Manhattan Center, so uh, that's not really surprising. In other news, some eagle-eyed fans like myself may have noticed that during SmackDown Live, AJ Styles was wearing a slightly updated version of the WWE Championship. Most notably, the underlying slash beneath the W has been changed from red to black. Some are saying it might be a very dark blue. Looked black to me, so if I only counted the times, I came so close to actually buying that belt. Man, I'm very happy I did not. In other news... Impact Wrestling officials are reportedly not pleased with the rock star Spud because he left them to join the WWE. Spud is expected to join the 205 Live brand in thinking early January. The Wrestling Observer reports that the reason Impact management are not happy he signed with the E is due to the fact that they spent a significant amount of money in the region of $20,000 to help him sort out his visa issues. Once that was cleared up, he asked for his release so he could sign with the WWE. But we should note, however, that the visa issues were a result of the quote-unquote paperwork mistakes made by the company during the Dixie Carter era. Ultimately, of course, as we all know, his move to the E is viewed as a big opportunity that one could not have turned down. In other news, let's talk some cruiserweights. Noam Dar recently underwent surgery to repair an issue affecting his left knee which he hurt during the Fatal 4 match on Raw back in November 27th. He said, and I quote, I learned that I had a tear of my meniscus, a bucket handle tear, which I hear is pretty common for athletes. We don't have a confirmed time frame just yet because I obviously need to see the post-op, but it's more likely going to be around five months, maybe six. Do you want to miss him? I probably won't. I usually fast forward the cruiserweights, but we will keep you updated on his recovery in other news, sports business reporter Darren Ravel revealed on Twitter that one of Ric Flair's robes 
It was red, adorned with silver sequins and gems, also signed by the man himself, sold for an impressive $27,000 through golden auctions. Highest bidder, green man. Congratulations, buddy. Bring it to the studio next week. In other news, if you're not already a subscriber to the WWE Network, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but there is a new offer, which you can get three months for the network for only 99 cents. Which leads me to wonder to if I can cancel my subscription, create a new email address. Can I get the E for three months for 99 cents? Hmm. I mean, it is the holiday season. If you listen last week, I'm not getting a Christmas bonus in time. So money's kind of tight. But anyway, that's all the news this week. Let's uh, refill my drink before we get into some cheers and heels. A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. Yeah, I needed that because both shows kind of sucked this week. Raw was a little better. I will admit that. I'm not Green Man. I can admit when my show is the inferior show of the week. Not in general, of the week. But since he is not here, let's get into some raw cheers and heels. We're going to heal Bray Wyatt. He was shown on the screen saying, I'm here. Boom, cut the commercial. We came back. He wasn't here. I don't understand why you would say I'm here when we're only cutting to a pre-taped promo. Because you're not here, buddy. When you say you're here, it's usually followed with you coming out to the ring in front of the audience. But nay, that did not happen. And is Bray Wyatt and Hardy supposed to be talking to each other? Are they cutting their separate promos? Or is Matt Hardy cutting into Bray Wyatt's promo? What, what What's the dynamic here? What's going on? Uh, next, cheers. I'm actually going to cheers the Cruiserweights because I'm going to cheers Drew Gulak. So when he joined the announce team, he shook the hands of each announcer and called them properly by their last name. He said, Mr. Graves, Mr. Cole. But he started out with Mr. T. I mean, Booker didn't like that. But I did. That's why I cheered it. I'm going to heal this whole ring needs to be reinforced stick. I mean, like it was cool back in the day. Because that means, oh shit, that means it's a big fucking deal. And because it happens once in a while, once in a blue moon. But, you know, it added excitement to that match. Because, oh shit, they reinforced that ring just for this match. But now they seem to do it, what, every other week? Maybe once, twice a month for this shit? Why don't you guys save yourself the trouble and just reinforce the ring each and every week. Quote oh, man, James Ellsworth. Hashtag, duh. Max cheers. Yeah, I got another cheers. Is surprising to me and probably going to be surprising to Green Man. Is I'm going to cheers Seamus and Cesaro. You know, last week I healed Ambrose and Rollins because they came out separately on their own entrances. Even though they're now part of a faction, the Shield. They should have came out with the Shield music. I mean, we don't know it's Roman Reigns' entrance music, but ignore that for the time being. But I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm gonna, I got to cheers Cesaro. Not surprising, but I got to cheers Sheamus because they listened to me. They listened to me last week. They listened to episode 94 yet again because they came out individually for their own matches. But yet Cesaro did not come out to his theme music. Sheamus did not come out to his theme music like Rollins and Ambrose. They came out to their tag team music. So well done. Good job, you guys. I appreciate it. 
So the Shield should take some notes. My last cheers is, I, you know, I was kind of against it last week, but I'm kind of cheersing the team of Nia Jax and Enzo Amore, which, like I said before, it's probably going to be their team, unfortunately, for the Mixed Match Challenge, which means they're going to lose. But maybe she can start dressing sexier. Sexy dresses, sexy shirts, sexy pants, you know, dress more provocatively instead of that one-piece suit she wears to the ring. So hopefully this means... uh bright things for Nia Jax. Let's move on to the A show, the show SmackDown, which no, I'm going to admit was pretty whack this week. No, it was pretty whack this week. It was definitely pretty whack for a go home show. And what was that? Like every match had a special guest commentator. What? Maybe like four out of five. Yeah, anyway, so there was, wasn't much to cheers. There wasn't really much to heal either. So I guess that's the plus, but I got to cheers the yep movement. I mean, it was trying to curry favor for Daniel Bryan, so I get it. You know, it was actually pretty entertaining, which is a first for me coming for Owens and Zayn because I don't like those guys. They're not entertaining. They're not funny. They don't draw me in, but this did. So I got to cheers them for that. I want to cheers that tag team, Sengi. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Each team had something to say. I like the cockiness of Gable and Benjamin talking about days. Each team has days. And they lumped it into a week, which they took the homophone of week into week. And they made each team seem weak. So that was pretty good. Well done, I guess. Going to cheers Aiden English finally being able to finish his song, the uh, Rusev holiday song, which I was eagerly awaiting. So good job to them. You know, got a heel here. The Byron Saxon exchange with Daniel Bryan on commentary. This is a big thing. It came off bad. I mean, not it did, but Byron did. I mean, I totally agree with what he was saying. I understand why they did it. I got the gist of it to set up some confusion with Daniel Bryan, maybe some sort of heel turn or just shed the credibility of his motives here. But it just took away from the match, made Byron seem like a little bitch. Byron Saxton, if you go back to listen to it, I was a big fan of Byron Saxton on Raw. I like him on SmackDown, but it just didn't sit well with me here. What about you? Inbox is a shot of wrestling 619-3433-005. Let us know what you thought of Raw and SmackDown, mainly the Byron Saxton, Daniel Bryan exchange. It was kind of weird. Finally, I got, I got to cheers Ginger Mahal because he's my boy here. Uh, he knocked out Styles with one punch. You guys noticed that? He attacked AJ Styles backstage, but he knocked that motherfucker out with one punch. He could Continue to attack him for no reason because one punch he was out like a light. Well done. You know, side cheers heel to the Singh brothers because we reported that after Mahal attacked him, that was probably the it for them on SmackDown. They're either going to be deported to NXT or deported to the Indies altogether because they're going to get fired. They kept their job, they kept their shtick, they kept their gimmick. So congratulations to them, I guess. But that's all I got for SmackDown. SmackDown kind of sucked. But let's get in some ratings for WWE Week on the USA Network. This week's Raw drew a 2.684 million, which is down from last week's 2.813 million. And the lowest number going back to June. Raw was number six for the night in viewership behind the NFL Sports Center, Rachel Maddow, Hannity, and Tucker Carlson. Raw was number four in the 18 to 49 demographic behind the NFL, Sports Center, and Love and Hip Hop. The Miami Dolphins embarrassing the Patriots went 0 for, I think it was 11 for third down conversions for the first time since, I think it was 93. I don't know the year, but it was like the 92, 93, 94 era. Early 90s. Let's sum it up here. So the Dolphins with Jake Cutler embarrassed Tom Brady. That topped the night with 11.8 million viewers. So fins up. Go Dolphins. 
SmackDown this week drew a 2.481 million, which is down from last week's 2.493. SmackDown was number ugh, 13 for the night on cable, behind two airings of Anderson Cooper, The Curse of Oak Island, Last Word, 11th Hour, Rachel Maddow, The Ingram Angle, Hannity, All In, Tucker Carlson, and The Story. SmackDown was number 6 in the 18-49 to 49 demographic, however, behind Anderson Cooper, couple NBA games on ESPN, The Curse of Oak Island, which I continue to say you should get into. But however, the coverage of the special Senate election down in Alabama dominated the night, so that kind of hurt SmackDown. Compare the ratings, Raw beat SmackDown by only 4.8%, which is kind of tight. As a part of WWE Week on USA Network, NXT aired for the first time on commercial television. It averaged 841,000, according to showbuzzdaily.com. This is being viewed as a good number for the show, which you know, wasn't really heavily promoted in general, and because it also airs commercial-free on the network, and this had commercials, so I guess that was kind of a plus. The NXT on USA special was believed to be a one-time deal for WWE Week, but it may have opened the door for them to air future specials in the upcoming months because they see strong numbers, so we'll keep you abreast on that. Tribute to the Troops aired on Thursday and it drew an average of 1.401 million. This is actually higher than last year's, which drew a 1.313. But however, prior year, 2015, drew a 1.802. Damn, that's pretty high. So they kind of... They went up from last year, but they were down a lot from last year. Two years ago, I'm sorry. So we'll see what happens in 2018. We'll keep you abreast. And make sure you take a shot every time you say the word abreast. Well, this Sunday is Clash of Champions. So depending on when this show actually gets posted, this might be old news to you. But Mojo Raleigh will take on Zack Ryder in the kickoff show. Mojo Raleigh is going to win. The Bludgeon Brothers will take on Breeze Dango. Bludgeon Brothers are going to win. The Women's Championship is on the line in a Lumberjack match as Charlotte Flair defends against Natalia. Charlotte Flair is going to win. Fatal four-way tag team champion, the Uso, will defend against the New Day. Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin, Rusev and Aiden English. I would assume the Usos retain here. The United States Championship, Baron Corbin versus Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler, as much as I would love to see Dolph Ziggler win here. Probably going to give it to Bobby um, Baron Corbin. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens go against Randy Orton and Cheesecake Nakamura with Shane McMahon and now Daniel Bryan as both referees. So going into it as Shane as their referee, many people thought there was going to be some sort of heel turn, either by Shane or by Daniel Bryan. But also maybe there's a double pin. Maybe Shane counts the three on one person and Daniel Bryan counts the three on another person which leads to a more controversy which we don't need but we'll see what happens AJ Styles defends against Ginger Mahal and AJ will retain here so that's Clash of Champions so now coming up we have Green Man coming to you live to tape from legendary action wrestling in the heart of Manhattan New York so Green Man take it away We are here at Legendary Action Wrestling. Tito Santana's in there. I am looking for you, Tito. You interrupted my interview with Frankie Flo back in episode 80. Just come on the show. Tell us what that was all about. Michael J. Putty, we are here coming to you from Legendary Action Wrestling. I am here with our faithful intern. You know, the guy that we pay with gift cards and store credit. Store credit. I haven't yet received a gift card nor store credit. All right, Jeff, the intern. We are now in the start of this show, and the, the lead match 
or how you say the the guys who test out the ring. The dark match. It's Eric Jaden and Robbie E. This is this should be the main event, don't you think? I mean, we do have Eric Jaden, but who is Robbie Jesus E? Christ. Whoa. Robbie E and uh, Sexy Zane. Look at the physique on these two. Now, Jeff the Intern, we've been all night looking for Tito Santana. Now, he's been on the poster. I've seen his car pull up. Very, very sexy town car pulling up to Legendary Action Wrestling. And I still can't find him. If, if I don't find him, I'm going to literally accost him at Gorilla in, you, before his match. Do you think he's hiding from you? I think he is. He interrupted my interview with uh, Frankie Flo. Oh, Jesus Christ. Eric's running. Uh. They're chasing after each other. Come on, Robbie! Run faster! Put those quads to work, man! Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Nia Kennedy just interfered. Jeff the Intern, um, tonight, it, which match are you looking forward to the most? Oh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Tito Santana play uh, his you opponent. You would mark out. You would huh? scream like a little girl, oh my gosh, it's Tito! Oh, if I saw Tito tonight, I would mark out like you wouldn't believe. I'm looking forward to seeing this man. I used to be a big fan of the El Matador. Tito what would Santana. you ask him if you if we did find him by the end of tonight? <sighs> man, there's so many things that I could possibly ask him, but I, I couldn't really uh, think because I'd be too nervous. I think I'd just be completely scared to talk to him. All right, ladies and but gentlemen. But I, I shouldn't be like that. But again, I'm an intern. While Jeff the intern composes himself, we're going to get back to the action. The Eric Jaden versus Robbie E. And uh, Michael J. Putty, this is a time when uh, you could just... Uh, Listen to some music, maybe, uh, and get ready for the next match. Yeah, you can listen to some sexy sound music. Michael J. Putty, I am back to the action. We got T.K. Luther here. Uh, yeah, you remember him, the cookie guy. Uh, he's here wrestling with some other people, having a grand old time. Ooh, he's gotten a lot more vicious in the last time since the last time I saw him. Um, but uh, you may notice that you do not hear any word from Jeff the intern and that's because I uh, send them to go get some beer because apparently they don't start beer at the venue um, so we're going to try to sneak some in so we have a few different vis visions of the show going on right now and missions visions and missions first that um, we find Tito Santana and when we find him we are going to chat him up we're going to see if we could get an exclusive interview for our show and um, now to second part of the vision and mission of this show, episode 95, is that uh, we need to procure some alcohol because it is a shot of wrestling. And I don't mind if it's not shots. I don't mind if it's just beer. Uh, so hopefully Jeff the Inter comes back with some good stuff for your boy, the Green Man. All right, Michael J. Putty, we have the Jurassic Juggernaut, Vince Steele, here with us. I needed an in to try to meet Tito Santana tonight, so I think you could do it for me. How you been, man? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I, I see what I could do. He's a real busy man. He's hard to catch back there, man. I mean, you're, you're backstage rubbing elbows with legends. Yeah. You know, being in professional wrestling, how many years you've been doing this so far? Oh, wow. I'm in my 16th year. Okay. What other elbows have you rubbed that, as a fan, because as a wrestler, you got to be a fan at heart. Oh, yeah. That really backstage this guy, so I can't believe I'm back here with this guy. Well, a, lot, a lot of guys that, that got me into the business, I never got to meet. But, like, um, like this year alone, I got to wrestle, I guess, the, one of the most popular wrestlers in Mexico, Psycho Clown. Okay, yeah. Um, during the summer, I, I had a little program with um, Savio Vega. Neat. Wow. So that's, that's about my childhood it for now. Right yeah. there. That's <laughs> awesome, man. 
Uh, I worked with Crowbar. Um, worked with a lot of guys. Yeah, we saw him a few weeks ago at WrestlePro. Yeah. Still doing some good stuff. Um, where have you been going around? Where, what other wrestling promotions have you been getting at? Well, right now I'm here in LAW. Um, I'm, I also wrestle for American Championship Entertainment. Okay. Um, I once in a while show up at BWF. Um, you know, everywhere. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really getting my, my tracking in right now. I'm starting to get more, more dates and more new places to wrestle at. Um, I was at the, the well, Create a Die show last night. Nice. And Well, speaking of dates... You know, wrestlers get around some ring rats from time to time. How do the uh, ladies treat the wrestlers, like fans? Well, since I started at the peak of, of Rat Central, so <laughs> um, it's been it's been it's been a real decline. Oh, since, okay. Since nowadays, the more, ring rats have declined. Yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, unless you want to be a pedophile. <laughs> the audience no, no, no. that I've been I've been around yeah. and, and 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 my my ring rats are like under 12 years old so like <laughs> <laughs> no they're different audience different audience yeah. now you're here on a shot of wrestling we have to ask you what is your favorite adult beverage uh i'm gonna say um hennessy straight nice other than wrestling what's your favorite sport uh i love basketball football pretty, pretty much all american pastime games That's all right much. and with alcohol do you like it neat shaken stirred Neat. Neat. Yeah. You're a neat kind of guy. The Jurassic Juggernaut, Vince Steele. I, I'm counting on you to go back now, talk to Tito, put in a good word for us. And I'm going to see what I can do. I see what I do. I saw him great in papers. I don't know okay. what's going on. You know. Yeah. I got, I, I, I'll try. I'll, I'll put in a word. But. So you're saying Tito Santino right now is doing his shoot job backstage. Yeah. This is a, a shot of wrestling exclusive. This is awesome. <laughs> Thank you very much. Vince Steele, I appreciate uh, you, brother. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, all right. The Green Man is here for a shot of wrestling with the champs of legendary action wrestling right here. Talk to him, baby. This is Dan the Man along with every member of Team Shazam. Everybody get in this one. Let's get in here. Look at that. We're on the – are we on the ground? Are we live, pal? We're live. We're live, pal. Dynasty. Yeah, that's it. Look at this. This is the crew, and we still got more members. Everyone's not here tonight. No, everyone's not. Uh, we're not. But uh, shout out to Annie Bivens of Bivens Enterprises, who's doing his thing right now. We got everybody. You know what? I'm not going to be greedy. Everybody introduce yourselves. Go ahead. TK Luther or Dan the Man. <laughs> You've had quite a night. You are running over this promotion like you wouldn't believe. What is the secret to your success? Secret? There is no secret. It's simple. Everybody works for me. Everyone's afraid of us. And that's pretty much simple the way it goes. No matter who it is, it could be the big Jurassic dinosaur juggernaut, wherever he wants to call himself. It could be the so-called plantain players. It could be whoever. No one can stop us. They can try, but just look at us. We run this place and these fans have no idea because they don't know any better we are where are we at what's the pick form called again trash trash harlem. spanish harlem oh that's right so you know what marcel yeah what I'm is going to reintroduce myself to these chump suckers. I am Showtime Marcel Williams, the reigning and defending tag team champion of LAW. And we are a dynasty. 
one by one, we dominate this brand. And at the end of the night, we're going to walk out just as I've been saying. We are the dynasty of professional wrestling. Yeah. You know what? I just realized something. What the hell are you? And why are you so green? I am the green man. The green man. The green one. The green one. The face of the franchise of a shot of wrestling, baby. Whoa! Look at this guy here. You know what? Because you're green, you're okay. I love money, baby. I love money. I love money. You know, I'm not. I'm not wearing my uh, Rolex watch right now. I'm not wearing my seven hundred dollar UGG boots. Like, oh, look at the earrings! Oh, there we go. You know, but you're okay because you're green. Still green. Still green. You're okay. What I'm gonna do right now? I'm gonna take this green guy out so we can get back to business. I gotta go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We run this because I'm. Everywhere. This is the big match. I've been looking for Tito Santana all night, but he's been avoiding me. And we have the queen of a shot of wrestling, the beautiful Maya Kennedy. How are you doing here? I'm doing great, Green Man. How are you? Now, I'm distracted because all night I've been trying to find Tito Santana, but he's in the ring, but you're mesmerizing me with your beauty that I don't even know that he's wrestling tonight anymore. Well, you know, well, you know, when they're the queens in the building, all eyes are on me. Now, earlier tonight, you had a match. There was a match with Eric Jaden and Robbie E. Were you? You kind of got a little physical. Someone yeah. got physical with you, Eric. Kind of sucker punch you, not intentionally. Yeah, it was an accident. Um, did you guys make up? Is everything cool at We're the sexy making- household? Yeah, everything is good at the sexy household. We made up. <laughs> He didn't mean to hurt me. It was an accident. I blame Robbie E. Okay. Well, if Robbie E. were listening to a shot of wrestling, what would you have to say to him now? I would probably tell him that there's only one sexy man in this world, and that is Eric Jaden, and he could never compete with Eric. Ooh, you're, you're absolutely right. What have you been up to lately? I, I mean, I traveling, love it when you're in our area. Yeah. Traveling a lot. You know, when the queen's not at a show, I got to travel. I okay. can't stay in one place, you know. I love to travel, shop. I love to shop. <laughs> Where do you usually like to go shopping? What's your store? My store. Mm, I love to go to California and shop. Really? Yeah. Beverly Hills, Beverly Rodeo Hills, Drive, no baby. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sexy's yes. treating you that good. You're hitting yeah. out Rodeo yes. Drive. Yes. Treats me well. You know, being a queen, you got to live the life of a queen. You oh. Know? Spoiled. Hashtag spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> now, we are on a shot of wrestling, so what is your favorite adult beverage? Uh, Stella, that's my bitch, Stella, and um, Fireball. All right. I love Fireball. You're a little feisty queen. I love it. And every now and then a little kettle one. The sexy queen here on a shot of wrestling. Love the green man. Green man is still looking for Tito Santana. The clock is running out. I mean, where is this guy? I don't even know. I found him! I found Tito Santana! It is a pleasure, sir. It is a pleasure to meet you. Wow. Green Man here for a shot of wrestling live at Legendary Action Wrestling with the one, the only, Tito Santana. What do you have to say about tonight? What what do we have in store? Well, I'm in a tag match and I'm looking forward to uh, 
going up against uh, our, our, our opponents. Uh, I just met with my partner. Uh, we haven't uh, worked together, but uh, we've got a plan, and uh, we're here to, to give the fans a, a great match tonight. You have a reputation of being known as a very safe wrestler. What is a scenario or a situation you've been in where actually something did not go like outright, considering you're a very safe wrestler? Well, for example, uh, when Randy Macho came in, Macho Man Savage, uh, we grew up, we learned that you protect each other's bodies, you know. I had a family, he had a family. We're not out there to, to put somebody out of wrestling. And uh, he threw me over the top rope, and there was a steel, the steel steps were right there. Oh, yeah. Luckily, I was athletic enough to, to avoid it. But afterwards, I told him, I said, look, you have to go in the ring, and you have to look, see what, what obstacles we might have. I said, before you do, you, you just don't throw people out there, you know, and disregard their, their safety. And uh, I believe I, 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 I taught Macho Man a lot about, you know, about how to take care of other, other guys in the business. All right. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you so much for that question. Well, while we're talking to Tito Santana, what is your fondest memory of your career so far? Well, you know, I was in the first nine WrestleManias, but my fondest memory was when I stepped into the ring in Medicine Square Garden for the first time when I was, uh, I think I must have been 24 years old. You know, my first uh, my first uh, match in, in, in uh, Medicine Square Garden. You know, that was the biggest arena that I had ever been in. And, and uh, you know, the response from the fans was, was unbelievable. So that, that's a memorable event for me that I'll never forget. Is Madison Square Garden the best place to wrestle around the world? I would say, I, I would say, especially when you're the main event, I was able to be the main event uh, in Madison Square Garden. I, I was the headliner uh, a few times. And, you know, when you get those crowds uh, behind you, I mean, it, it's an unbelievable... You get an unbelievable chill, you know, that, that you don't get anywhere else. Intern Jeff had a very tough question. He, he can't leave me without asking. But you were in the Montreal school job during the commentary. Right. Remember? Taking it back, way, way back. Uh, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. In your words, what did you think about that night? What happened? Well, to be honest with you, nobody knew what was going to happen. Okay. I just know that... Uh, I, I had never seen uh, Bret Hart so upset that when I see, saw him uh, spit at Vince, uh, you know, who was uh, sitting, at, you know, not too far from where I was, yeah. I knew something had gone wrong. And, uh, you know, uh, I feel that Bret got a real screw job. Uh, I know uh, we went back into the locker room and Bret uh, Hart and Vince got, it, got into it. And I believe that Bret, you know, punched uh, it's a yeah. black guy. Yeah. So it, it wasn't right what would happen, you know. But things happen like that in, uh, in our business. Yeah. Things don't always go the way you want them to go. But the best thing about wrestling is that wrestling brings people together. It brings the Green Man with Tito Santana at Legendary Action Wrestling with Frankie Flo with everyone. So no matter how many years go by, everybody always comes back to you. Right, Tito? That's right. You know, wrestling is a, is a fraternity. You know? and, uh, That's right. We're enemies in the ring, but uh, we're a fraternity. And brothers. We respect each other, yeah. Absolutely. Tito, thank you so much. Great luck in your match this evening. Thank you, my friend.
Arriba! Wow! Michael J. Putty, it is a celebration! A party here! The Plantain Players! The Plantain Players! The Plantain Players just won Tag Team Gold, baby! The new Tag Team Champions of Legendary Action Wrestling. We are going to celebrate tonight. Wow, what a night! Wow. I'm elated. This was the last match of the evening. We got to talk to Tito Santana tonight. Oh, that was, that was amazing. I was elated. It was one of the greatest experiences of my wrestling uh, fan. Marking out was great. Oh, my God. I'm going to go party with the sexy one, the Plantain Players. They're going to take me to um, some Spanish club in Harlem, in Spanish Harlem, and we're going to party the night away. All right. Well, uh, Michael J. Putty likes to do this, but I think we have to do it since we're here. So, for... Vince Steele, for Eric Jaden, for Robbie E, for the Plantain Players, for Team Shazam, for the intern Jeff, for Tito Santana, but most importantly for Tito Santana, this is the Green Man. Thank you very much, Frankie Flo, for having us here at Legendary Action Wrestling. The shot of wrestling is out. Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night everybody. <laughs>